Welcome to the Care and Discipleship Podcast. I'm Anne-Marie Goudsward. And I'm Caroline Neuheiser. Today, we have the opportunity to talk about how biblical counseling informs the problem of postpartum depression. Caroline and I have been counselors for many years, but now we are both also graduate students at Reformed Theological Seminary in Charlotte, North Carolina. Caroline, maybe you could just start off by telling us what are some of the things that you've heard young women discuss about this debilitating issue? It's, first of all, hard for a lady to discuss it because she feels guilty that I'm a Christian, I have a new baby, I should be really happy and excited. So she might be feeling um, not only discouraged and depressed, but physically she's coping with less sleep than usual. She's also having to feed a baby and have her role, sometimes her role is completely changed if it's a new baby. So she's, she needs Christian women to come alongside. So I know that you had some trouble with your twins after they were born with this issue of postpartum depression. Right, right. Yeah, I think you've hit on some of the major symptoms. And the only things that I would add were some of the thoughts that I had of being hopeless and just having a never-ending feeling that you know this would continue forever. Um, I had fears of the future. And I was actually just a little um, angry, I guess, with God. I didn't feel it was fair to have so much on my plate and then also have to deal with depression. Mm -hmm. So I guess ultimately I was disappointed with God. Maybe if you would, I think it would be helpful if you could just talk to maybe the younger me. And what would you say, what would you tell me that God's Word has for me in this situation? I think when people are struggling with depression, they lose sight of who God is. They feel unhappy with their life, and they don't, like you said, they feel angry with God. They don't feel like they have a fair shake. So the um, most important thing is to understand God. That's our relationship with Him and how that's affected all the rest of it. So it's critical to go back and get a grounding in Scripture and understand that God is who He is, a loving God who cares for us. And those women who are in relationship with Him are blessed through their trials. Right, right. So where specifically in the Scriptures would you lead me? I, As I thought about planning ahead and thinking of a Scripture, I looked at Isaiah chapter 40 because it has that passage about mothers and young ones. Okay. And that's Isaiah 40 verse 10. It starts out with who God is. It says, Behold, the Lord God comes with might, and his arm rules for him. Behold, his reward is with him, and his recompense is for him. He will tend his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs in his arms. He will carry them in his bosom and gently lead those that are with young. And what do you think that has to say specifically? It's saying that God is a powerful God. Mm -hmm. He rules. So this situation is under his overall control. But also he it focuses on his tender nature gathering lambs in his arms, carrying them, those who are weak and not able to walk. 
and gently leading. So the woman who's looking at her emotions and feeling guilt and feeling anger, like you said, needs to understand that God is not that way. He is not laying guilt upon her because she is depressed, and he is not angry with her, giving her something that she can't handle. I'm thinking back now, and I'm thinking of the chaos of having those children and also the depression. Um, perhaps there's something practical about what these verse, what we could do with these verses. Would that be, should I memorize them? Should I dwell on them? What can I do practically in the midst of the chaos? That's a good question. <laughs> and it seems hard to talk about adding something else right. to this mom. Right. But she needs to be in the Word, yes. whether she's listening to an audio or oh, able to read mm -hmm. while she's nursing. Okay. Um, and she might even feel guilty about taking time to herself when she has so many demands. Right. But it's for her own spiritual well-being. So if we continue to look in Isaiah 40, this lady may be feeling like she's alone or outside of God's sight, but it says in verse 27... Why do you say, O Jacob, and speak, O Israel? My way is hidden from the Lord, and my right is disregarded by my God, which might be a question she would have. Right, yeah, I would have asked that question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the answer is, have you not known, have you not heard? It's, this is a reminder. The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary which she's feeling faint and growing weary, I imagine. Absolutely. Yeah. His understanding is unsearchable. And here is the promise. He gives power to the faint. And to him who has no might, he increases strength. Even youths shall faint and be weary, which is a reality, right? Yes. And young men shall fall exhausted. And these ladies are falling exhausted young into their bed. Young right? women as well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not be faint. These descriptive terms are for those, in verse 31, who wait for the Lord. So it's a leaning on Him. It's a dependence on God, which will sustain her. And I'm noticing as I'm reading along with you that a lot of these verbs are just they're um, they're imperfect, so they're in the continuing. It's not something accomplished. Exactly. It's not done. These promises go on and on, yeah. and are new every morning. They will replenish every day. Amen. Yeah. And she needs to be patient, mm -hmm. understanding right that aspect that it's going like sanctification is slow process. Yeah. And uh, this is a good time to lean on God and to expect his help right without thinking she has to be an image of a woman who right. can do it all right um, and she should be willing to ask for help which is another difficult right. problem mm -hmm. that's i guess another question is what can you and i as seasoned women do to help these young ladies as they're struggling through life with children and right. life with postpartum depression as well yeah, it helps that some of us have been through that. Mm -hmm. So we can comfort those with the comfort with which we've been comforted. And I think women in the church should be expecting this might be an issue. Right. 
and as uh, we see the new mom or we go to the baby shower, we are building relationship, hopefully, that we can talk to her and ask her those hard questions. How are you really doing? Exactly. Yeah, and not in a threatening way, but in a way that I really have compassion on you. I want to help. If you, if you need help, I want to be there for you. And that might be practical things, like right. coming over and doing dishes. Sure, and you can speak truth into her life as you're doing that as well. Yeah, exactly. And some of the truth is it is a time, it's a season to go through, and that God is walking with her. He's carrying her through it. No, I think those words would have been quite helpful for me, actually. Um, now, I'm thinking about my husband, and I'm thinking about the men in these ladies' lives. Is there anything... Um, that maybe you can think of that they need to know to help their wives or even just to be with their wives. Yeah, I've heard some men uh, describing their wives as angry. Yes, yeah. Uh, impatient because of various factors. There are hormonal factors, but also there's a lack of sleep. And um, these men need to be patient as well and understanding, but gently leading their wives into truth. So the relationship, as it starts out, should be one of nurturing and caring as a husband tries to speak truth to the wife. And uh, if he needs to say verses to her mm -hmm. as a help, yeah. yeah, that would be what she might need if she doesn't remember herself. She could listen to it from him and... Uh, not in a condemning way, like I said. But as she recognizes her sinful reactions, it's so important to confess the sin before the Lord, knowing He will restore the relationship. So I, I like to bring repentance and confession into counseling when it's needed, because it, there's a restoration between, between the Lord, yeah. God and the woman. So what did I need to repent of? Yes. Well, you talked about anger and impatience and frustration and anger at God. And that is something that could be confessed once it's recognized. Um, it's difficult to recognize that because we like to put our anger onto other people and blame other people. Yes, I think my husband would agree that that's <laughs> where it went. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but to understand that the anger Anger could be directed against God in my situation. I don't like it. I'm not happy with where I am now. Either I love my baby, but I'm not happy with the reaction to this, um, what should be a joyful, happy time. And why am I like this? So um, even we can be angry at ourselves, which is also thrust onto other people. So she could take these verses and remember that it's God who sustains her. The, my way is hidden from the Lord and my right is disregarded by my God is the question. And the answer is the Lord is the everlasting God. Mm -hmm. He's the creator of the ends of the earth. Not only is he the magnificent, powerful God, but he's the one who carries the faint and the weary and helpless. These are, I mean, I feel the, the washing over my soul of the words that you're speaking as well. Um, I think... If we were to sum up just how to approach a woman who's dealing with postpartum depression, it would be to say that the Lord is her strength. 
and he is a never-ending mm -hmm. strength that she can tap into every day, every hour of every day. Yes. And that um, the Lord is not against her, and he is not angry and making her life miserable on purpose, but um, he is there in, in this time. He mm -hmm. is with her, um, and her husband can remind her of these things, and mm -hmm. seasoned, seasoned women can also come alongside, remind her, and then just be an extra hand next to her as she's as she's plowing through um, anything else that you would think was important to add or I would say that the mom with the new baby is having a hard time listening to sermons going to Sunday school yeah. she's pulling back from yeah. the means of grace that a lot of us that's true take as well. advantage of mm -hmm. But to try to go ahead and realize her need, her spiritual need, to be active in the church as much as she can and accept help. Mm -hmm. And sometimes pride causes us not to accept help. Yeah, I, I had that as well. <laughs> yeah, if somebody says, I want to talk to you or I want to come to your house and help you out, then we, those ladies should say yes, understanding that... Be open. Yeah, it's part of admitting that we're not super powerful. Right. We're needy. We do need the help of the Lord, but also the help of His body. True. So, And also that we are going to use this time perhaps to develop a closer relationship with the Lord that we didn't have before. That's what trials do, right? Exactly. Develop Reveal. our our sin, they reveals our sin, but also develops our relationship with God. Yeah, he is closer in those times than he ever is. Yeah. So, I also mentioned one of my thoughts as I was dealing with my own postpartum depression was that it would never end. And I know well-meaning, lovely, lovely people would come up to me and tell me to enjoy my children's childhood because it would go so fast. And I would look at them and think, you're crazy. I, I'm you know, waking up day to day and the hours are dragging on and I just, I'm afraid for the future. I'm afraid for how to walk this path faithfully. Can you talk to me a little bit about that? Yes. I would also add that some people tell us the postpartum depression is not going to last very long. Just wait it out. And oh. again, you feel like it's not going to end. No, it doesn't feel like it will. At the moment, it's right. going to be difficult every single day. So it's a matter of speaking truth again to yourself. You are thinking that I'm going to persevere with God's help. I'm going to keep my eyes on Jesus, who's the author and finisher of my faith. And I'm going to just take my task and break it into very small pieces. Okay. So that if I try to think, how can I make this possible for the next 18 yeah. years? Or <laughs> till my children get out of diapers or, you know, these right. milestones. How can I manage? Well, you just take it each day. Mm. Because the Lord walks with us every single day. We have the prayer in Psalm 23, give us this day our daily bread. Just um, a small picture of what the race is like, but it's just the next mile marker. Right. And it's a matter of persevering. And we want to be gracious when people tell us these things, like, oh, enjoy yeah. these children. <laughs> we want to be gracious because they are right 
it is true that the children are a blessing and a gift. And from it does the Lord. go fast <laughs> in hindsight. True. <laughs> yes. I think some women even feel guilty for not loving their children, their babies. Yes. Yeah. A lot They're of guilt. Honest. Yeah. yeah. That, that lingered all the way through their adult years. Yes. And then you start thinking, what's wrong with me? And how can I not have this overwhelming affection for my little baby, especially in the middle of the night or these times when uh, they're experience, experiencing unpleasant things. We think, oh, there's something wrong. But it's, again, revealing our need for the Lord and our need for sanctification and um, the weaknesses we have. It just shows us we need Him. Well, I hear what you're saying. And again, I hear the theme running throughout in that this, too, is a, an opportunity to be closer to the Lord mm-hmm. um, in this suffering, if you will. It's another chance to glean a little bit more about knowing who He is and how um, He operates His world and how we can also get on board, so to speak, with what He's already doing. So Elizabeth Elliot had said, just do the next thing. And that is so the Lord's Prayer. He doesn't give you a week <laughs> of bread. He gives you your daily bread, and He gives you every day what you need. And I think that's what the older women can remind their sure. friends in church. Mm-hmm. And the husbands can tell their wives, just look ahead one day at a time. Yeah. And it's a mystery. In uh, Colossians 1.27 talks about that God has worked among the Gentiles. He said the mystery is, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Mm. So if you think of Christ in you and the power that comes with that, the um, resurrection power, it is something we can tap into as we pray and ask for help and say, Lord, I need you. And it says in verse 29, for this I toil, says Paul, but we can say I toil as well. Yes. Women. (laughs) New moms struggling, <laughs> struggling with all his energy that he powerfully works within me. So women are empowered as they tap into this concept of Christ is in me. And he's working. He says it, to present everyone mature in Christ. That's his goal. And I like how he uses some of the words that you even feel in the midst of it. The words like struggling. It's, it is hard. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to tell you it's easy. It is a struggle and toiling, yeah. um, but not without the strength that you need to, to do what God has called you to do. Yes, it says with all his energy. That he, his, yes. Yes, <laughs> and he's working that within me. It's a very positive thought mm-hmm. within the struggle that we have his help. And I just want to speak about the concept of worry for the future. And that you mentioned that as one of yes. your struggles. The um, worry for the future can be real and it can grow into a big monster in our mind. Mm-hmm. So we want to, again, depend on the Lord and submit to Him and submit our future to Him and the future of our children. Because I know some moms feel like they are going to damage their children. Right. You know, long-term effects, if I'm letting this baby cry or if I um, don't do something right, right, there will be impact for the rest of this child's life. Sure. But um, that's not speaking the truth. We need to speak truth and think true things. 
So as we are working with God's strength in us, he's going to protect our future. And he will walk us through other trials that could come in the future. Right. He again will give us our daily bread. And as we realize who God is again, that his future, the future he's planned for us is full of wanting our praises. He's wanting to work in our lives to develop Christ-like character. So that is all so positive. Yeah. So we do have a positive future no matter how he takes us through it. Yeah, and Paul talks about he will give you exceedingly abundantly more than you can ask or think. Yes. So even her thoughts as she's as she's processing through postpartum depression, God is he's there to to serve in a way that's exceedingly more than she can even think. Mhm. And as we submit to God, we're not telling him what the outcome is. Yeah. He or determines. That we want for. Yeah, yeah, he decides. True. And that's a humble heart that comes mm-hmm. before him. That's another key piece, I think, and I'm glad you hit on that, the humble heart that receives and submits to the sovereignty of God and his providence and mm-hmm. the and the plans that he has. Yeah, and receives help and receives comfort from our husbands. And right. I would encourage women in churches to be proactive and encourage these want new moms by holding the baby perhaps during services or um, allowing her to go to Bible study and provide a nursery, something so that she can get that spiritual teaching. And then the one-on-one discipleship is so important. Well, I'm grateful, again, that we were able to talk about this issue. I know it's it's big and Mm -hmm. um, a lot of women do struggle with it. So I would encourage anyone who would like more information about this issue or the resources that Caroline and I have talked about, you can find those on the website, ibcd.org, CDC Podcasts. Thanks for spending time with me, Caroline. 